from Kenner's Star Wars collection comes the Stormtrooper, the Sand People, and all 20 action figures, including new Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and more, each sold separately. And now, Boba Fett, Star Wars villain with his laser rifle. Boba Fett is not yet available in stores, but you can get him free with four proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on specially marked packs at participating stores. Offer ends May 31st. Star Wars action figures sold separately from Kenner. And here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 93 of the Sith list. I'm your host, Daraj Dolashahi, and my two co pilots for this evening's podcasting adventure the young, the restless, the bearded one still, Carlos Buarguayo. And then the man we call Crunch Crunch, the man we call the guru of comics. The man we used to call the hole, but he's not anymore. His hole's filled up. <laughs> Less is more Gonzalez. There's nothing more than just Gonzalez. Yeah. Always <laughs> more, 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 more. And the man we call the oh, Eric Struthers is not with us this evening. Womp, womp, womp. Guys, Eric Struthers had a band practice that he couldn't miss, so he cannot be here tonight. But he got in his chopper, and he looked out in the vast world of Star Wars news, and he reported. And so we are not going to miss Eric Struthers' Star Wars report. That will be on this podcast, people. Do not fret. <laughs> we will hear it. We're running like the old uh, Three Amigos here back in the day. We are our own guests. So <laughs> how you guys doing? Ooh, hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. Less. I'm good. I'm just starting to feel my age. You're starting to feel old, you said. It ain't that old, but damn. What's going on? It ain't that young. Let us know. What's what's the symptoms here? I'm just tired, man. I just hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the wall of life? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's, that's a hell of a You're wall. You're just done. You're done to Mifflin. <sighs> you hear that sigh? <laughs> Listen. It's, what's funny is my dad always said, when you you know you get old when you just sigh for no reason? Like, let's just say you're like hanging out, standing standing around, and you just go... <laughs> yeah <laughs> for no reason damn that means you're getting old <laughs> oh i know i i hear you i hear you i was in the great state of hawaii well you know what fuck no i'm joking <laughs> damn <laughs> i was i was in, i was in hawaii i felt old for a little bit when i was on a surfboard and i tried surfing <clears throat> that surfboard, yeah that surfboard is huge dude and they gave me they gave it? me like an 11 foot like longboard Longer than a long regular longboard, it was it was crazy. So they gave you a raft. <laughs> yeah, they gave you pretty much. Yeah, Noah's Ark. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. But what a great time! What a great state. You know, surfing. I thought I'd pick up pretty quickly because we, you know, we less than I play hockey, so I thought maybe some you know balance and ankle issues we'd get get it down pretty quick. And that is not the case. Let me tell you, <laughs> the water is a son of a bitch, and waves are a son of a bitch. But I did get up a couple times. So I got up and I ate shit a lot more than I got up. How 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 long did you stand before oh, you ate like shit? Probably like three seconds okay. each time. Uh, <laughs> so it's hard, man. I bet. And you know what what sucked for me is I think the the board itself, the long boards are easier to get up on and to ride the waves, but is it is not easier to paddle with and it's not easier to maneuver around. You have more boards. It yeah. is ridiculous. It was huge. I, I just, it was nuts. Well, what do you have to do? You have to 
if you don't have a toe in with the jet ski, yeah, there's no toe in. That's what I'm saying. You have to far. paddle. We your were band. in the whitewash trying to learn how to surf. And if you're actually <laughs> really trying to surf, you know, and waves are coming, you got to go under those things, dude. With the damn yeah, oh yeah, we learned how to do that. We, oh, yeah, and that's hard man. too. Yeah, that's. Uh, but tough, a big tough. shout out to Stephanie Medina and Andrew Medina, who Andrew or my buddy Andrew, he picked it up really quickly. Oh, he's a skater. He's oh, a skate. that's right. So he picked it up really quickly. He got up three or four times. It was rough. And by the way, a big shout out to guys that were there on this trip. We went for a wedding. Agard, congratulations! You and your lovely wife Lisa got married, and we met some cool people. Yeah, a big shout out to Aguilar and Anna, who he proposed to his new fiance during the trip. So there's a lot of things going on. That's a lot of a little uh, crazy. And of course, of Joe was around. with us. There's a lot of love. Yeah, big family. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that was there. And thank you for inviting us to this beautiful wedding of yours, um, Agard. And we appreciate everything you did. So big shout out to everybody there. So that was great. So Hawaii, guys, if you've never been to Hawaii, definitely go. It's not like a crazy party scene, but it's a great place to go adventure and relax and just enjoy yourself. Quick question. Uh, Lorena yes, didn't try surfing? Well, Lorena did not try surfing only because she has been to Hawaii multiple times, and she's tried it both times. So uh, she's she's over it. Okay. Yeah, she's over it. But I will definitely try again when I go. It was rough, and it was exhausting, but I will definitely go again and try it again. I think it'll be a lot better, too. And I'll try to go for like a nine-footer or eight-footer <laughs> this time, board-wise. Not a twelve footer. There are so many jokes in there right now. Yeah, I know. Said, yeah, 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 yeah. How many? I, Instead how of taking many, on a twelve footer, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got up. I only lasted three seconds. Yeah, Aww. yeah. There's there was Thank a lot God. there. Eric's not here. Man. Wait, I'm just waiting for Twitter. You guys are getting yeah, yeah. Oh, that was shockful. It's gonna be all about that jupe out there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what is that all about? <laughs> you by tell that. me, dude. Yeah, I, I I wake up in Hawaii and I and I see that. Les is saying that I lather cologne on. I don't even wear cologne. So I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm sitting. I didn't say you don't that. Me, don't lie. I'm sitting eight feet across from him on a big table right now, and I can smell him from here. You're a liar. Oh, you are a liar, and your feet stink, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar, a phony, a fraud, and a fake, because I have no cologne on. Unless my, my Persian sweat smells like cologne. I'll bottle that shit. Uh, I do not. That was actually I, a pretty funny thread, though, on Twitter. I, how that did that was, happen? You tell me, man. It must be a Tottenham thing. And I didn't even know what uh, Jupe was until I, they showed the picture. Neither did I. I'm like, what's going but on? Hey, here? I saw the picture. If that's what gets you with Jupe, bring it on, baby. Yeah, dude. That bring was it on. True blood shit right there. Man. That was true that blood was shit. Crazy. Jupe. Jupe. I don't, I don't know, but hey, whatever. It's all good. All right. Well, there was, <laughs> there was the how you doings. <laughs> I'm glad everybody's doing well. We're recording on a Thursday this evening, by the way, not on a Wednesday. We do have some info for you. It's the eve of Deadpool. Mm -hmm. We're going to go see it tomorrow. Some people are watching it tonight. Um, and the early reviews have been outstanding. So pretty excited to see it. I was a little nervous about it. But after the reviews, everybody's saying it's bigger and badder and funnier than the, than the first one. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about some shenanigans. We are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Those podcasts include, now this is podcasting, Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rebel Girl, the Cantina Cast, Idiot's Array, Tarkin's Top Shelf, Podcast 2187, The Cargo Hold, and Finger with Randy and Jason. Catch those on the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. You can catch us on Twitter at The Sith List, Boo. At The Sith List, Boo. Crunch, crunch. At Less Is More 78. And we have an Instagram, The Sith List. We have a Facebook, The Sith List. We have an email. You can email us. We got some emails for this week's podcast. Our email is thesithlist at gmail.com. And our hotline is 707-65-GEEK1. That's 707-654-3351. You can leave us a message, especially after you watch Deadpool. Mm -hmm. You can find our stuff at T Public. And please, 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 if you can leave us some iTunes reviews. All right, now let's talk some box office. Infinity oh. War. 61.8 million. No surprise there. Mm -mm. Still kicking ass. It's across the billion dollars worldwide. Life of the Party, 18.5 million. That is a um, the one where it's Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy yeah. does Melissa McCarthy stuff and goes back to college. And then Breaking In. I don't know what that is. That's with Gabrielle Union. That's oh, right. Breaking In. That's where she goes back and breaks into the... Because okay, her kids gotcha, are gotcha, gotcha. still in the house. Yeah, Les is a big Gabrielle Union fan. I'm not. 
No, I like Taraji Henson. I do too. That's my girl. Yeah, but you do like Gabrielle Union. We had a long debate over. Gabrielle oh Union. no, she's very beautiful. Yeah, I was okay, about to say, yeah. like actress wise, or uh, no, wise? but yeah, we did have a debate. You're right, Roger. I remember that we talked yeah. about some Gabby Union. Well, she made sixteen point one million. It's not bad. No, no, not bad at all. Yeah, Infinity Wars definitely killing it. I guess it's going to be knocked off this week because of Deadpool. Do you really? Okay, so what? Deadpool would have to if Infinity War pulled a sixty some sixty one million. Yeah, that means Infinity War this week would probably make thirty five to forty million. Deadpool two is definitely going to kill it. Seventy. Yeah, hundred million. You think it's hundred million? Hundred million. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Anything else that you guys are interested in box office wise out in the movies other than like everything that we love? I mean, (laughs) Infinity War and you know Solo's coming up, obviously. Deadpool. Is there anything else out there that you're even vaguely interested? In? I'm interested in seeing Tully just because of how oh. great reviews it's gotten. Actually, I saw a trailer for a movie that I think it's it's probably not going to be great, but it's a Mark Wahlberg movie, and I think it's called Mile Twenty Two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the only reason I'm interested in it is because Lauren Cohan is who plays oh, Maggie, Maggie from Walking Dead. We love Maggie. And then I want to pronounce the actor's name, but I'm just going to throw it out there for. I'm sure a lot of you people have seen this movie, uh, a movie called The Raid. Oh, that's right. The Raid Redemption and The Raid 2, Burndall, the main actor who was also in The Force Awakens. He had a bit part in The Force Awakens. He's starting to cross over, and I think this is going to be his breakout. Juan Solo. No, he was the opposite. Oh, the other guys. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm interested in seeing that one. Conjure Club. Kanja Club. Tell that to Kanja tell, Club. Tell, that's a good Connery, dude. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> Close the door <laughs> if you're going to come in. God damn it, bastards. <laughs> that's my Connery. <laughs> All right. It's time for the Struthers Star Wars report. Mm. Can you hear the choppers? I can hear them. So let's listen to a little Struthers talk. The big news in Star Wars right now, it was announced just today, is that Star Wars Celebration 2019 will be April 11th through April 15th at McCormick Place in Chicago, Illinois. So, okay, five days of Star Wars Celebration. That's surprise number one. Surprise number two, Chicago. I totally did not see that coming. I, along with everyone else, assumed it was probably going to be Anaheim or maybe Orlando, but man, that convention center. Regardless, regardless. So yeah, it's in Chicago. Uh, That means I can drive there, so neato for me, right? I'm hoping that the Making Star Wars Network will have another mashup event. If you were at the one in Orlando, you know it was a good time. It was one of my celebration highlights, even though certain pictures from there make it look like I wasn't having fun. I was having fun. It was just a hard gig to run sound at. But man, what a good time. But obviously, that's a long time away, and there's plenty of time for planning. But as we have more information, we will certainly get it out there. We got to figure out how to meet up, everybody. Got to figure it out. Tickets go on sale June 5th at noon Central Time. Go Central Time, man. Nobody ever uses Central Time as when something's going to start. But, you know, hey, that's where Celebration's going to be. So in other Star Wars news, particularly pertaining to Solo, a Star Wars story, which will be out just four short days after this episode of The Sith List drops, Kathleen Kennedy was talking to a French publication called Premiere, and the word got out that she said that there would be a spinoff movie for Lando Calrissian, played by Donald Glover. They since retracted that and said what she said was she would love for there to be one. There's not one scheduled. It's not next in the line of movies or anything like that, just to clarify. So... Let's be real, they're probably going to. I think a lot of people are really sold on Donald Glover. And, man, the hype around Solo is a pretty big deal right now. So that'd be great news if it happened. Now, Fanta Tracks 
If you're not familiar with them, check them out. It's like Bantha, but it's Fantha. Fanthatracks.com had an exclusive source tell them that an Obi-Wan movie is definitely in pre-production right now, slated to start shooting 2019 and a release in 2020. Now, we've all suspected it. There's been tons of rumors, but according to this, it's happening for reals. Now, there's been no official word from Lucasfilm or anything like that, but I think we can... We can probably say this is a safe bet. So, you know, let the speculation start. What's it going to be about? What era is it going to cover? I don't know, man. Uh, No word if Ewan McGregor is going to be in it as Obi-Wan. We hope so, but I guess we'll just have to see. So I guess that's sort of no news. Regardless, it's pretty exciting. Okay, back to Solo, back to Solo. There was a really cool, short, behind-the-scenes look into the movie. Let's give that a go. This is a Star Wars film about Rebels on the Run. One of the things that struck me was that this film had to be natural. It had to be about characters putting their feet on natural surfaces. And so I just felt like everything had to be coming from the right place, whether it be where the camera was placed, whether it be where the lighting was coming from. It all had to feel legitimate. Bradford is a tremendous artist. He has a fantastic style. And visually, he builds from character and story. I think the beauty of Star Wars is that you don't want to try too hard. The simple, strong looks always work better. We start in a world that is quite dark. This film brightens as the film goes on. And so do the creatures, aliens, even the type of droids. So glad we took this job! That droid definitely have the best clothes, I think. From the capes to the boots to the style, everything's really cool. This particular film has been the most costumes we've ever produced for a Star Wars film. We've made over a thousand costumes for this. You look phenomenal. Well, I knew I was going to see you. This is beautiful. This is such an incredible piece of work. But how about that, man? Over a thousand costumes. And did you catch the quarter note triplet in there? So you're probably thinking, God, why is he always bringing that up? Well, here, I'm going to show it to you. So it starts out with 16th notes, which is the better, 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 one, and a two, and a three, and a, and then before it switches into the, the next section, you've got the quarter note triplet. Here it is. Fantastic style. And visually, he builds from character and story. And here it is again. Builds from character and story. Here it is one more time. Builds from character and story. Oh, man, that's so rad. It's so metal. Even though it's orchestration, it's metal as can be. So, anyway, yeah, the amount of the amount of work they put into this is really something. And Woody Harrelson did a couple of promotion appearances, one on Jimmy Kimmel Live and another on Ellen. And on Jimmy Kimmel specifically, they were talking about the scene where like they're in the mud and it's kind of the war looking scene. And Jimmy Kimmel asked him, where did you film that? That was in a studio. It wasn't on location. And so it's just amazing what they can do. And everything about this is just, it's so stunning visually. I am really, really stoked on this. He, and he had a lot of praise for Alden Ehrenreich, which I think is really cool. There was a video. A lot of you guys probably saw it that was from an interview with Entertainment Tonight where Harrison Ford comes in with Ron Howard and surprises Alden Ehrenreich. (laughs) And there was a second video released that was shot from a different angle. And it was really cool because Harrison Ford actually had some things to say about Alden's performance. I'd love to hear some of your reaction to watching this young man. I just thought it was spectacular. And I thought he was so smart <laughs> about what he did and how he did it. I just couldn't be happier. Wow. I, I, Come on, uh, let that sink in for a second. Yeah, what does that feel like to hear that? It's uh, pretty unbelievable. That's got to feel pretty sweet to hear if you're all in the Aaron Rag. 
I would imagine that stepping in to play this role that was, you know, so iconic done by Harrison Ford and, you know, to hear some of the naysayers about the, the pick and well, the fact that there's even a movie about Han Solo to begin with that doesn't have Harrison Ford portraying him to have the man himself say those things about you has got to be a plus man. There's been some new TV spots for the solo movie. If you don't want to be spoiled anymore, just stay away from the star Wars YouTube channel. Also the media embargo for the people who got to see the premiere has been lifted. So Stay away from the internet if you <laughs> if you don't want to get spoiled. I have so many terms muted on Twitter that my timeline sort of looks like a bunch of tumbleweeds. And now I realize I'm going to definitely have to start muting a whole bunch of political stuff because that's all that's left on there right now. So there was also an update on Jon Favreau's upcoming live action series. The Nerdist had a an article where it mentions that the series is going to take place seven years after the battle of Yavin. So yeah, something like three years after the battle of Endor. And if you're hip to any of the star Wars canon books, like the aftermath trilogy that takes place after when this would be, if I'm doing the math correctly. So maybe we'll see some of the characters in there. If you've, you know, they mentioned that it'll be all new characters, but is that new from a, all the nerds who love Star Wars will have never heard of any of these people, or is that new, never saw them in a movie before kind of thing? But regardless, there's so much they can do in that time period. And hey, it's not, it's not between A New Hope and Empire. So yeah, neat. But anyway, guys, there's probably something I'm missing, but you know what? After hearing that celebration is going to be in Chicago in April of next year. I, 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 My brain just doesn't even know what to do with that. So if you're looking for any more Star Wars news, be sure to check out makingstarwars.net, and I'll talk to you next episode. Strada's out. All right, Eric, flying over the geekdom and just dropping some knowledge bombs all over us. Star Wars news abound. Thank you, Eric Struthers, for sending us that info. And thank you for coming on. And thank you for doing that. It was very, very cool. Let's talk about some of the stuff ourselves real quick. What do you think? First of all, guys, what do you think about the Kenobi news? There's some crazy news that came out today, though. Just recently, just over the last three, four hours. Right, Boo? Yeah, the uh, the TMZ, I guess, online article. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? I saw TMZ posted the Kenobi like picture. Yeah. Like the thing, but... Uh, so... TMZ is getting creamed as far as being a um, legitimate source for this because Ooh, okay. the they they said they had a synopsis uh, and a a director lined up for is that Kenobi. Right? Holy shit! But Uh-oh. the 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 director portion may or may not be correct. Who was the director? Do you know? No, I, 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 I do not remember his name. My bad on that. No, that's okay. I'll look it up. While yeah. You're so I don't remember the the director's name. Nobody that I I recognize or knew, but. The funny thing is, is that the synopsis that they gave came from a Legends novel that's been out for a few years. <laughs> so is that right? Yeah, like word for word of like you so know. You're saying TMZ Harvey got had. I'm a lawyer. Looks like Harvey got had or they it was did, Kanye. They did. Kanye fuck with Harvey. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. So you know, people are kind of hosing TMZ. Yeah, I, I think it kind of shows that they need to stay to celebrity rumors and not legitimate movie rumors kind of thing because what is it yeah the kenobi movie is is gonna happen we don't know when exactly or stuff like that we don't know who's directing it disney or lucasfilm hasn't said anything concrete yet that kind of thing yeah so it's just like, like eric said the the phantom phantom whatever the thing was they reported it. and then jason reported it as well mm-hmm. because he trusts those guys yeah so yeah it's definitely happening yeah yeah it's but definitely- when exactly we don't know be a what I heard is they haven't confirmed. That's what I'm saying. Even the TMZ hasn't confirmed, right? No. I, some, I heard something like that, that TMZ can't confirm if McGregor's in it. But McGregor's in it. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to do anything without him. Connor, no. Connor McGregor. Yeah, Connor McGregor, of yeah, course. Of course. Just fuck him up. <laughs> Where's my fucking belt? <laughs> That's to be the entire movie. <laughs> These aren't the droids they're looking for. <laughs> 
I'm Conor fucking McGregor. I have the talent to back it up. Hey, Notorious, don't come fuck with us, dude. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want a fucking chair thrown through my fucking window in my house. window, yeah. Oh, you hear that? Actually, no, yeah, come hit me, Notorious. Please, let me get some money, dog. Hit me right in the face, and I'll take my $100 million straight from you. Please? You might not be living to collect. I'll, I'll sip my money through my straw, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah your jaw wired dude. shut. Yeah. So um, I'm looking at this uh, TMZ bullshit and said that Stephen Daltrey, uh, the person that helmed the hours and the reader, is reportedly, um, yeah, helming the movie with production eyed for next. Huh. So I don't know. There's no confirmation that Ewan McGregor will return to the role. He has expressed interest in portraying the character again in standalone movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I I agree that they're going to do one, but I don't necessarily believe this shit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Unless Jason tells us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it. <laughs> what do you guys think about the surprise that celebration is going to be in fucking Chicago? Now, don't get me wrong. I love Chicago. I love that city. But I was really pumped up and having it here in Anaheim. And I was pumped up having a big party. And I was pumped up just to be able to go down there every single day because I'm right, me and Les and I are right next door. Boo's not far away. So that kind of bums us out. But it is going to be a fun time in Chi Town. That's for sure. What's your guys' take on this? I know McCormick Place, the convention center, is the biggest convention center in the country. Really? So maybe that's why. So can I just get a deep dish pizza shaped like the Millennium Falcon? She sure can. Yeah, actually. That's a great idea. That's my two cents. That's all you care about. My two cents for some pepperoni and cheese is worth right there. The the cockpit is a breadstick. That'd be the shit. Mm. That's pretty cool. What do you think about this, Bill? Since Uh, you're not not thinking about food. (laughs) I got lost in the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm excited that, that we have news about celebration that it's happening. We know when and all that. When I saw it, I was like, fuck yeah, celebration. Then I saw where not, not that I don't like being at places. I hate the traveling portion, all yeah. that, that annoys the crap out of me. But of course, I'm excited. You know, it's, it's celebration. It's a new place. You know, be, it's going to be awesome to go. I, I think it's really cool because we get, well, it'll be easier for our East Coast. You know, friends and podcasters. Yeah, it's, it is the it'll midway be, point. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, what is it? Almost guarantee more people coming because coming across the country yeah. is a lot, is a lot harder than just midway through the country. That's true. Yeah. And so, the flight's not going to be the six hour flight to, oh, to New York or man. Orlando. Yeah. It'll be a three and a half hour, four hour flight, if that. It is colder than Orlando, though. And, and yeah, I, I've heard the temperatures range from, from 40 to 70 yeah. degrees. So we don't know what we're going to get. Fuck. And I don't know if I'm going to do five days. Of the convention. I just don't know if I can That's be there Star for five. So, well, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Well, no, the Star Wars part's fine. It's just getting off work and being there. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to meet her. See everybody, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. Blast. So, people, get your tickets, line your hotels up, and get your Airbnbs straight because it's going to be packed and prices are just going to go up. You have almost a year mm-hmm. to plan this thing out. So, make sure you do it. We're going to try to get less down there. We're going to force them to go. Maybe I just talk about the deep dish pizzas. And maybe that's why he'll eventually come. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And it's Chi-Town. The home of Kanye West. Southside of Chi are we going to be in or what? (laughs) I don't think so, buddy. (laughs) I think we'll be in Northside Chi. But we could go to a a White Sox game if you want. We could definitely hit up April. I would only want to see an Aussie Guillen-led White Sox team. Oh, God. Just so I could hear him cussing at players and stuff. And just still the beach of the city. (laughs) Good old Aussie. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you for the Star Wars report. Can't wait for Solo. Thank you for that clip that you played. We have seen nothing but Donald Glover everywhere, mm-hmm. and I am even more excited about it because he is the shit. He's the man. I saw him on Kimmel this week. He was fantastic. Saw him at the red carpet. And by the way, our boy, Rashad. Let's talk about Well, let's talk about everybody that got to go to these everybody. red carpet affairs. Everybody. Jason, Amanda. Well deserved. Steele got to go with his lovely wife, Jackie. And also Sal was there. Mm-hmm. They all got to attend the red carpet premiere in Hollywood. So that's amazing. They had a great time. And also Rashad surprised us this weekend and showed that he was two rows 
in front of the entire cast at Cannes Film Festival in, in uh, south of France. Unbelievable shot. You got to come on and let us know how that went down. Looking like the next James Bond, too. You see him in the tux and everything? Mm-hmm. Look like a really cute penguin. I, but I would think he, <laughs> I, knowing Rashad enough, I think he'd probably rather be like Get Smart instead. Yeah, Rashad's more of a get Rashad would be like Maxwell Smart. He'd <laughs> yeah. be like, no, nah, I'd rather... He'd even probably even say that. He'd be like, I'd more likely want to be Maxwell Smart. Yeah, that's awesome. He probably went up to Donald Glover and said, Missed it by that much. Because <laughs> took his shoe off and used it as a phone. <laughs> I love to get smart. It was, it was a great show. It was a great show. <laughs> the movie, Steve Carell, I don't know. Yeah. But you know what? Who looked fantastic in that movie? Was, what's her name? Don't say her name, She dude. looked great. Oh. She, uh, Catwoman. Anne Hathaway. Oh, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway looked great in that I movie. I do not see it. I saw, oh, I see it. I saw it, and I'll see I it again. I will never see it. No, she's cute. Yes, yeah, she is. What? She's cute. You have not seen Devil Wears Prada, bro? Come on, now. Dude, you got to watch Devil Wears Prada, because Vince from Entourage is in it, so that makes it okay for us. Far with me, but I you don't see no Anne Hathaway like that, y'all. You didn't like her in the Catwoman suit? No. She looked great. I thought she was a good Catwoman. Yeah, she was a great Catwoman. Well, she was a cat, and just Selena. She wasn't. Catwoman. Okay, here we go. We're dissecting your character. All right. So there you have your Star Wars report and some Anne Hathaway news. <laughs> On to random schmeels. And let's talk about this much anticipated trailer from one of Boo's favorite bands, one of my probably top 20 bands of all time, Queen. The trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody is out. We are going to play it. And it's very music heavy. But just stick with it. There's some dialogue. But the music's so great and the mix is so great of all the songs. Let's listen to it. This is Bohemian Rhapsody. So now what? Uh, this is when the operatic section comes in. Oh, the operatic section, yeah. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me. For me, for me. It goes on forever, six bloody minutes. I pity your wife if you think six minutes is forever. Boy, there you have Bohemian Rhapsody, a much anticipated film. Rami Malik kills it. Mm-hmm. He looks just like him, talks just like Freddie Mercury. This is going to be a great film, and I'm really, really pumped up about it. And it's going to show people how talented this band really is, how talented of a man Freddie Mercury was. And I just can't wait. What's your take on this, Boo? I know you're a huge Queen fan, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, what is it? I was. I was super nervous for this movie coming out. There was a lot of uh, wishy-washy kind of things where it's like, oh, we don't know about this. They lost their director exactly. at one point. Exactly. Stuff like that. But seeing the seeing the trailer, it's amazing. Uh, like you said, the cut of the trailer with all their songs is incredible. What a great mix. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing that I got out of this is the soundtrack. It, it could be the shittiest movie in the world. It's going to be a fantastic soundtrack. It's it's just gonna be incredible because all it is it's hard not to be. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much greatest hits volume one. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, but uh, besides that, it looks like a great movie. It looks like an awesome story. You know what is it? Uh, hopefully, it's a. Uh, it comes out like Gangbusters, like uh, straight out of Compton did. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Where, where it's just you know not, not that it comes out of nowhere, but it surprises everyone and how good it is. You know that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Rami Malek looks amazing. The whole story looks super interesting. Yeah, it, super pumped for it. I love the part where he says, this is where the op- operatic section comes in. Mm-hmm. Brian May goes, okay. 
<laughs> no, and, and and then he tells like the music producer, he's like, six minutes is a long time. He's like, if six minutes is a long time, I feel sorry for your wife. That's, yeah. <laughs> I love that's going to be a great comedy. If it's like that, that's, yeah. I, I can't wait. What do you, you excited about this? You, you're a big queen guy too. Yeah. Big enough. Oh, yeah. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Is I, that what you say to the women usually? I'm yeah. big enough. Yeah. 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 It'll work. I don't have to brag. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. It's better to brag. Job gets done. Anyways. uh. (laughs) We've been talking a lot of penis the last couple of weeks. A lot of dick. A lot lot of dick. dick. The dick (sighs) dick talk's got to stop. Take it off your shoulder that way. No. Oh. I like that. Thank you. Usually it sits on my shoulders. Oh, God. I I appreciate it. It is a, uh, a cross that I have to bear. Go ahead, please. I should think of. Go ahead. It, you know what? I just want to see it. I'll, I will be there with you guys if we decide to go. I will be right there watching. Uh, I didn't really grow up listening to Queen, but I will say when my father would sit me down on Saturday mornings, in that rotation of vinyl records was Queen. So I do know the songs. Um. Is Flash Gordon going to be a part of it? Oh, I hope so. I love that soundtrack. Cause that would be cool. Or, that, 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 that album changed my life. My question <laughs> is this, though. It did. Will they also put some of the Highlander stuff in there? Because I know the movie's been crapped on, but that was an epic soundtrack. Dude. It was an epic soundtrack. Because <laughs> Queen so, rocked the shit out of Highlander. Tell, uh, tell the audience, that are the listening audience, what you mean by the Saturday. Because I always love the story about your dad. My dad would, uh, at least one Saturday a month when I was younger, he would, while everybody else was playing, he would pull me aside and sit me down in front of our old, like, Panasonic stereo and plug in headphones, and he would say, he'd pick out four albums, and he'd be like, I want you to listen to these albums and read the lyrics as you listen to these albums. So it was like a rotation, so it was always Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, Queen, even stuff like, um, oh man, what's the guy's name? He sang Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he sang. Uh, <sighs> sing it for us, Les. Yeah, you can what sing. Is it? Bye, bye, Miss Don McLean. That he would give me those albums, and yeah, so he would always sit me down. So I got to do that. I would be in the corner just chilling out, ear giant headphones on, and just listening to stuff. And he would just keep a rotation going. So every month was just a different thing for me. So. That was actually really cool. So I, I really enjoyed doing that. That's very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great story. I, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much set your foundation for music. Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's something I'm going to do with my kids. And I got I got different genres too. So I really did like the funk soul stuff that he would put me through, like Parliament than, and stuff like that. Yes, and Tavares and Heatwave. And speaking of this, Donald, like I said, Donald Glover was on Jimmy Kimmel, and Kimmel asked him what was the very first. Uh, tape, record, album, CD, whatever that you remember buying with your own money, and what's the one that you've listened to more than any other album? Is and it was pretty surprising. The first one he said was Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt because he loved Don't really? Speak. So that was his first album he ever spent money on, spent his own money on to buy. And then the one that he listens to the most is the Lauren Hill's Miss Education of yeah. Lauren Hill. He says he's probably listened to that thing thousands of times. And every time he listens to it, it gets, keeps getting better and better. That is, that is a great album. I remember yes, that. It is. It's yes, a it great is. album. And yeah. she's supposed to be doing that in, on tour, like the entire thing, allegedly, which is super cool. But here's a question. What is the first Boo? I'm going to go with Boo first. You think about this because Boo's time frame is shorter. What's the very first album, cassette, well, no, not cassette. My bad. What's the very first? What's what's a cassette? What's the first download? <laughs> that you, really the question that to you ask stole. this guy? Um, oh. Like full album that you remember spending your own money on. I never actually like. I, I've held CDs and all that fun shit, but I actually bought one. I've now. held CDs like it's a fucking like an artifact. <laughs> that that did you have white gloves on, dude? They, no, they did were. Did you handle it? Was the curator of the museum <laughs> making sure you didn't get any oils or hairs or anything? I should on shine there? that light on that prism. <laughs> was it airtight and sealed vacuum sealed <laughs> oh man I held a CD dude uh, you had to go to a fucking clean room <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah I had to get sanded what, here we are have our archives <laughs> <laughs> oh lord Metallica's Black Album yeah oh god in all it's rainbow holographic glory yes 
Oh god, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so the first actual album that I bought with my own money was uh, Kanye West Graduation. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Now in, in a MP3, MP3 format. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't was... steal it off Napster. No. Okay. No. At, 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 during my time, it was LimeWire. That, How was, dare that you. was the big How dare thing. You yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. And what's the most album that you've Listen to the most over and over and over again. Probably that one. Oh, that one. Probably that one, yeah. Very cool. Okay. Les, do you remember? I remember mine. What was your first that you spent your money on? And I know it was a cassette. So what was the first cassette? It was a record? It was an a actual CD. Oh, it was a CD. Really? So, yeah. I, uh, I would get cassettes given to me or I would... I'm sorry. I was broke. So we would do the uh, let's tape stuff. Right. No, I was... So we would steal... We would basically just listen to the radio and then tape a song, or we would just see someone would be playing something, we'd throw a tape in. Uh, first CD that I actually bought, though, with my own money that I went and looked for to get was uh, Outkast ATL. Oh, one of the best hip hop albums in history. And you know what? So, I, like, Outkast is actually one of my, if not my favorite yeah. rap group, like, yes. by a thousand miles. Um, but. Yeah, and then the other one that I've listened to a lot that will never get old if I really, if a song is on, I'll actually listen to it, is uh, Equimini by Outkast. Oh, that's another great one. Yeah. Oh, what happened to Outkast? Come back. Please, and that was when, like, please come back. Yeah, that, that was when they basically, every year they dropped, every album they dropped was just ridiculous for a good five years, maybe, maybe more than that. Yeah, they were amazing. Okay. Cool. Uh, my first cassette, I remember this. My first cassette ever was I paid money and got Duran Duran's Rio album. I could see it. I could see the cover, the purple and the girl on it, very 80s. I love that fucking album. It has some of the greatest Duran Duran songs. Rio, Chauffeur, I believe Save a Prayer is on there. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a great album. So I paid seven ninety nine for that with tax 861. I remember exactly. The only, wow. reason, the only reason I remember is because I ended up working at a music store, and that was the. I know. I know what seven ninety nine is. I know what eleven ninety nine is. I know what twelve ninety nine is. <laughs> with tax, and the one album that I've listened to more than any other album is Rush's Moving Pictures, uh. from start to finish. It is probably one of my ultimate faves of all time. Did they say faves. What the fuck is wrong? Totes, with you? totes, magoats, totes, magoats, and faves. So that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool that he uh, he answered those questions and he yeah. used that on, yeah. By the way, we have an email from Robert. He has his own Crunch Crunch story. And, and Robert, I haven't told Les about this, so I'm going to get his take. And I don't know where Robert lives, so this is going to be pretty interesting. This is what Robert has to say. Hey, guys, I won't take a lot of your time. Just wanted to share a story with you. This is Robert Russo, by the way. My wife and I have a movie pass, and we got back from a vacation early morning on Sunday. So we thought, what the heck? Why not see a movie? We decided to go see A Quiet Place because I have been wanting to see it for a while now. I get my ticket and my large Diet Coke and find my reserved seat in the theater. Middle seat's about five rows from the top. My favorite seat's in the cinema. Good choice, Robert. The lights go down after trailers and a hush rolls over the theater while the movie starts. Suddenly in my right ear, I hear a man behind me reach into his popcorn bucket. There is the squeeze sound as he searches for the bottom of the bucket for the perfect popped kernel. Then the crunch. I'm telling you, it couldn't have been louder if he was doing it right next to my ear. This guy was the only person who had the nerve to bring snacks into the film. There was a child in front of me who was quieter than the crunching man. Pretty sure I was sitting in front of none other than Crunch Crunch himself, <laughs> Les Gonzalez. Anyway, I hope you guys have an awesome week. A Quiet Place is a phenomenal film. And any listeners out there who haven't seen it yet should definitely go while it's in the theaters. Thank you, Robert Rousseau. Now, I don't know where Robert lives, but is this a possibility, Les? No. That wasn't you. It was not me. Are you sure? <laughs> All right. I didn't touch my popcorn until about 45 minutes into the movie. It was that intense. That okay. Like it was, you had to hold your damn breath. Oh, dude. I remember. I was, like, yeah. It was horrific in there, dude. Yeah. People I, were sweating. I started eating, and Lorraine looked at me like, why are you eating? It was like, so... Intense. You could see the white knuckles of everybody holding yeah. on because it was such so damn movie. quiet mm-hmm. and such a good movie. And we have an email from Keem Tom. This time we don't have a voicemail. He was busy. He no, was no. He specifically wanted to write us an email. And uh, this is going to be interesting. 
Hey there, Sith listers. I'm going old school with an email this week because I wanted to try something. Infinity War is still on my mind, and I had a great conversation with you guys a few weeks ago about it. But there was a bunch of questions I have as we head into the future of the Avengers installments that I wanted to ask you. So I figured I'd ask you these flash round questions about the next Avengers movie. Hmm. Everybody must answer, and please give one word or, or one sentence if you must answers. Ooh, okay. You guys ready? He's setting the rules. Yeah, he's setting rules. King, no, he's a king. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, this is his podcast. Yeah, this is, we're, we're just like. Uh, he's the, the, the leader of the Illuminati, and we're all just yeah. his, his entertainment. Right. He just says, go and do a show. Okay, King Tom. We cool. will. I will move you on the chessboard like yeah. I want to. <laughs> all right, here are the questions. So um, I'll ask the question. I'll give you guys, I'll get the, I'm lucky I'll get the answer last. Damn it. Ready? Yeah. And away we go is what he's put. Number one, will there be a time jump bigger than six months going into the Avengers 4? Boom. Yes. Less? Yes. Me? Yes. Two, will we see Cap with his original shield? Yes. Boom. Yes. And I say yes because I've seen pictures. Three, will Wong return to action or will we be watching paint dry at the Sanctum Sanctum Sanctorium? Uh, Paint dry. Return to action. Return to action. He's a funny dude. (laughs) It's... Assuming, assuming those who were dusted return to life, we will see Peter Quill return to Earth. Oh. Ooh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Wow. Yes. If he returns, he'll return to Earth. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Peter... He, I have something to say James about Gunn that. James Gunn said he's from a specific place in Missouri. I have something to say about that, but let's get through this flash okay. round. Okay. Assuming... Next question. Assuming those... Who were dusted return to life? Will Cap and Spider-Man fight side by side? No. Yes. Yes. Six. Will Tony and Nebula upgrade each other? <laughs> no. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, like, but she's a robot, and then she's he does robots. got tech, and will she be able to like enhance oh. his tech? Oh, well, he, he be, oh, okay. may be able to do something for her. I think. I think opposite. I think they're gonna fix Vision up. Hmm. That's what I think. But uh, so I say no. I say no, but I have something about vision also. So go ahead. Number seven. If yes, does Pepper find out? Oh, <laughs> King wow. Tom. Do they upgrade each other? You sly pervert, King the Tom. There's the mustard. Yeah. There's the mustard. Slinging it, slinging it like Heinz. Mm-hmm. Heinz makes mustard. You too, tightened right? her bolts. Yeah. How could okay, you? You tightened her bolts. <laughs> Uh, Pepper will not find out because there will be no Tony Nebula. No funny business. No. Yeah. Pepper's dead. And I've heard, I've heard, no, I've heard rumors that Pepper is pregnant. Allegedly. Number eight. At the end of the movie, will people remember what happened when Thanos snapped? Oh, that's a great question. Will people remember? Yes. Well, it depends on. On are we talking about like the universe or the Avengers? I think he's saying at the end of the next movie. When they, every, when he snaps and everything goes back to normal, will they remember what happened to them? The Avengers will. I'm not sure about the universe. Will the Avengers that got disintegrated? Will yes, they, they will. Okay. They, uh, all the Avengers will will know what happened. Okay, alive or dead will know what happened. The rest okay. of the universe, I have no idea. I don't think the majority of the Avengers actually knew. I think if you think about it, only three or four saw him snap his fingers. Yeah, but but there's enough there to be like. You know, to explain what the fuck happened. No, yeah, but see, see, because like Bruce Banner, Thor comes in. saw him do it because it was yeah. dead in his face. Yes, uh, all the people off world didn't see shit. True, but but Banner um, comes in. Wanda's no the only idea. other one who saw it, and that's it. Yeah, but there's enough to explain. I get, I get that, but I, I think if we're going by memory of the actual action, ah, then it's just those three. Hmm, two people. Did the captain see it? Did Cap America see it or no? No, because he was smacked away at that point. That's right. So they're the only two. So I don't. Maybe Thor, because he's well, Thor. Yeah, Thor's above that. Like yeah. his Asgardian deal. So I would say Thor. Yeah, I'll agree. Yes, he'll remember this. Okay, now. I agree too. Yes. Uh, last one. If DC uses Darkseid in their upcoming New Gods movie, is there any way they can avoid making him look like a Thanos ripoff to the general public? Absolutely. Yes. They can avoid doing it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanos is ripped off of him. Yeah, exactly. Look, a transmission's coming in. Dark side. 
Sorry to intrude, super friends, but I have some bad news for you. This evil god is one of Superman's greatest enemies. Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we will explore the comic book origins of Darkseid. In his first major appearance, Darkseid was revealed to Superman as the most powerful menace threatening the universe. The tyrannical leader of the planet Apocalypse, he is a being of massive power only interested in acquiring the means to end any and all life in the universe. A mysterious new threat, his origins and motivations were elaborated on in The New Gods Number 1. That comic started from the very beginning by exploring how Darkseid and the other New Gods, both good and bad, were created in the aftermath of the Old Gods, who perished in an epic battle against evil. While the war cost the Old Gods their lives and the life of their massive homeworld, their destroyed planet's rubble eventually formed two new planets. After eons had passed, new gods eventually spawned on the planet's surfaces. One of the two planets became a lush utopia on which the gods built a golden land called New Genesis. The other planet remained a desolate world filled with evil called Apocalypse, which came under the rule of a powerful new god named Darkseid. But now Marvel made this one. Now everybody's going to assume. No, but they, they, don't, they don't have actual like similar features. Okay. So Darkseid doesn't have that nutsack chin. <laughs> Scrotum he's not chin. purple. He's not grimace. He's not Barney, the mean dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> and, and and to be honest, Darkseid looks better than Thanos does. Yes, more more daunting, uh, more terrifying. Just just the but way they'll he, fuck it up. Oh, don't do that because Darkseid's f the shit. He is actually a badass. Oh he's, god, he's, he makes he makes super not Superman not quiver, but he makes Superman nervous. Nervous. Yes, exactly. The only oh. one who he doesn't make nervous is Batman. Oh yeah, because because both of them are willing to do whatever it takes yeah, to Batman's win. And like, Batman's I'll like, shoot I'll shoot you in the face. He's man. like, I'll fucking do. It. I'll <laughs> sacrifice the entire Justice League just to beat you. Speaking yeah. of Batman, did you see Michael Keaton at the? Uh, he was an honorary doctorate. He said and he gave his whole like forty-five minute speech. It was mm -hmm. like amazing about their future. And he's like, I've got one more thing to say, and it'll only take me a second. I've got two words that I want you all to remember. They're very important. And if I leave you with anything, I'm going to leave you with these two words. And those two words are, I'm Batman. Oh, <laughs> the place went apeshit. Yeah. That was great. That was fucking great. And that's it. He said, anyway, thanks for answering. King Tom, that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That was really cool. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, so uh, those are a lot of questions and makes me excited for the next one. It really does. So just to jump on that real quick, this is something that's been sticking with me for a while, too. Engelbert Humperdinck? No, but... Watch so throughout all these movies we've seen of the Marvel movies, uh, throughout this whole MCU, there have been iconic moments or moments that bring things together or just make it larger than life. And you know, you could go through uh, that first shot in New York with the Avengers all coming together and you know, going to action, Ultron, uh, you know, that big massive one in Age of Ultron where they're fighting the Ultron bots and. You know, there were two of those in that part. Uh, even Civil War, when they're all together, they're introducing, oh. and Spider-Man comes, they're mm -hmm. on a tarmac, and they're running toward each other, and Giant Man pops up, and you're just like, dude, this, all these kinds of things. So for me, it was a small moment, but I think it was the ultimate moment, as far as I go, is that introduction of Guardians in Infinity War. When we're watching all the bit players, and yes, Doctor Strange, and... You, you mean know, the introduction when they're singing the song? Yeah, when the Spinner song comes on. For me, I, and I'm getting goosebumps now, I'm like, this is... That right there sealed it for me. Like, oh, this shit is really going down. Dude. Oh, you mean like, we're going to see everybody. This is, this is the ultimate... This is... For me, I was like, no, this is how you do it. Like, this is as... This moment, this 30 seconds, this little song thing brings everything together for me. It brings all this stuff together. And then, yes, Thor smacks the windshield and then you just go, <laughs> now, that's, now it's even better. For me, yeah, that was just... That was, yeah. that was the ultimate moment. Yes. It, that sealed it for me. For me, it was Iron Man and Doctor Strange going at it. Oh, in the very beginning. Too. Called that him a douchebag. Yeah. That was... 
I love that. That for me, that was. Are you really leaning on the what the cauldron of, of, of <laughs> like unending powers, yeah. like or unending of knowledge? Yeah. knowledge or something? yeah. Hey, I'm gonna let that slide. Come on, yeah. <laughs> he smacks him. He smacks yeah, his he hand. Smacks yeah. Him, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're about to start reviewing the movie. Again. Yeah, exactly. It was that. Let's go see it again right now. By the way, I got to see Black Panther again and Last Jedi again on the way to Hawaii. Oh, nice. Oh, awesome. Time flew by. I think, those, <laughs> I think the airline knew what was up, dude. Say kicking people dude, off. Dude, the and I got, I got, <laughs> I got, <laughs> got to grease the wheel a little bit. I got bit. really emotional for Black Dur- Panther. No, not for Black Panther, which is such a good movie. But the, the scene in Last Jedi with Leia and Luke again, I got really emotional. Oh, where they actually see each other when he when he says, "No one's ever really gone." Gives her the uh, gives her yeah, the dice. Yeah, man. I was like, damn. And then Black Panther again. They did not need that scene when they're falling down and fighting each other. Oh, where they punching each so, other. So the CGI is not good, man. Like they didn't need it. They just fall down and fight each other. Everything else was so perfect in that movie, and they're like falling down for like ten minutes, like fighting each other. It looks so bad. Like, oh, why? You didn't need to do that. But the movie was great. Okay, we have another email. From Rob. This is a quick one. Hi, Sithless. I'm back from my trip, and you'll be happy to know that I did some PR for you when I was gone. Oh, shit. Thank you, Rob. If Brian from Glasgow becomes a listener, you'll know it's me that brought him to the podcast. Awesome. I got out to see Infinity War and was pretty much blown away like everyone else. One comment regarding Roger's take on the characters that were lost at the end. Killing off and resurrecting characters is a pretty common comic book device. So it really didn't matter to me which ones disappeared at the end. Whether they got transferred to another dimension or are going to be brought back by the time stone, I was pretty sure at the theater that we'd be seeing them in the next movie. I'll be more shocked if someone doesn't make it back. This was not so much driven by the knowledge that the characters are are tied to films that take place after Avengers 4. It's just because that's what comic books do. That being said, I thought the ending was really well executed by the writers, especially the actors. Of course, I know Tom Holland is coming back, but I was still moved by his last scene. Question from, for you all. How do you think the next movie brings everybody back? Rest in peace, Loki, Heimdall, and Vision. I think they're dead. I'll miss Loki, but the other two, good riddance. Ooh. The season of Westworld has been great so far, and I'm glad it's made your weekly review list. Later, Rob. Thank you, Rob. I'm glad that you were moved. I'm glad that people were moved. I'm glad that not everybody had the same feeling that I did. Thankfully. Uh, thankfully. I, no, I, I really am. I, I don't want... I'm glad that people were touched by what happened. And watching it the second time was a little bit more touching, but you know, I was still on that same boat. It doesn't take away how great the movie was for me. I think it was amazing. And at Westworld, we are definitely going to be reviewing it. We'll, we'll talk about it. We just need to catch up. Emily, I'm sorry. I was gone. I wasn't able to watch it this last week, but I've heard that it's been amazing. Les, you've seen? Yes, it's been spectacular. Spectacular. And I heard this week's episode is supposed to be like the shit. Yes. Right. It's, it's about to go down for sure. And Thaddy Newton is the shit, right? Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. Did you see her amazing dress at Cannes Film Festival? Yeah, had all the uh, action figures. Uh-huh. Oh, so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, so cool. So thank you, Rob. I appreciate we appreciate you slanging our podcast in Glasgow. That's very very nice of you. And the question was, how do you think the next movie brings everybody back? I think it's going to be the Time Stone, obviously. But here's the thing: I think they're going to go way back in the Time Stone. So spoiler warning: if you don't want to hear this um, about the next movie, it's a, a picture that I saw recently. It wasn't recent; it's been a while. Most of you, everybody's probably seen it, but if you don't want to get spoiled for episode, episode four, the next Avengers film, um, please forward this to the end. So on three, one, two, and three. So I saw a picture of the Hulk, mm-hmm. and you've probably seen this, absolutely, too, and Captain America in his old, old school outfit, and also Ant Man is there with them, and Ant Man's there with and them, and Tony Stark looks like Tony Stark now with a little bit of gray hair coming, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. He's a bit older, so he doesn't look like the the original Avengers movie, Tony Stark. He looks a bit older. Yeah, know? so I don't know if they go back and get Cap. I, so that's the thing. So I well, think, Okay, in the picture... He's wearing his blue and white. 
Understood, but in the picture, where are they? Are they in a forest, or do they look like? No, they look like they're in a street. It's in a temple. No, it's New York City during the the when the Chitari first attacked. So it's like ruinous, like ruins and all that. Rebel and stuff, or rebel. uh, There's rubble everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty crazy, and and seeing him in that suit. That's unless he has that suit somewhere, and he can get that suit back. I don't remember where that suit went. So it's just possible, I guess. Yeah, but but in that scene, what what throws it off is that Captain America looks like he did um, during the first Avengers movie, clean shaven. Yes, that's the haircut, true. Haircut, all that's true. N- the whole spiel. Yeah. So I wonder if they go back somewhere in time, get him to come back to that event. I don't know, but I think they're going to use the time stone, mm-hmm. obviously, and I think that's how we're going to just change and alter what happened to all the beautiful Avengers. Uh. Obviously, it will have to do with the time stone, either a time jump back. Obviously, it's going to be very... Who knows how far back, but it will be back. We yeah. we flash around past six months, right. more than likely. As far as some of those characters, though, I think Rob... We talked to Rob earlier, didn't we? We talked to him today. Because we met him at work. He came through. He actually works closely with us. Sometimes. He does. But I didn't talk to him. I did. But he brought up a good point, and, and I didn't think of this. So in that final battle scene, and Shuri's trying to remove the stone from the mind stone from Vision, right? She does a couple of things, and then shuts the whole thing down, and then gets out of there. Yes. What if she backed it all up on a disc, or back not a disc, but you know what I mean, like backed it up like on a floppy a disc, like a three point five millimeter? Oh wait, we send things to the cloud now, don't we? We're we playing organ trails. Is that what we're doing? Ha. Huh. Yeah, no, and you have to insert like another. We're in the world of Shuri. Wow, that was horrible. What if she did just backed up the file, like backed all that up, that whole sequence up, and she's able to at least save Vision, just kind of reinstall. Right. Yeah, I I think that's going to happen. I think Vision is going to be reinstalled and upgraded. Well, it can't be fully upgraded because the stone's gone. No, but they'll be able to like they they had already laid it out there that. They could remove the stone, and there's enough of vision to continue being vision. Not only did they lay it out there, they laid it out that Shuri is well above mm-hmm. Banner and Stark's intelligence. Intelligence, everyone's yeah. That's, and that's not done yeah. as a like you know that's done because they're foreshadowing something. Yes. It's a purpose, yeah. 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 So, what if that that quick little hand action of hers was just to send it to the Wakandan cloud? Is <laughs> much better than the normal cloud. I'm sure. And then. And then well, she'll Wakanda be able got to... fucked up though, man. <laughs> oh my I feel goodness! Bad. Watching Black Panther, yeah, I was like, that's oh, not, you know what? That sucks. I was Wakanda's just thinking gone. that. I was just thinking that. I'm like, they introduced Wakanda just to jack that shit uh-huh. up, too. just to have terraforming, but grinding ass things just come through and jack that whole. But they didn't up. really fuck up their um, like city area. No, no, no. It didn't get too messed but up. A but it took people, a, beating, a bunch of people dude. dead. Yep. Yeah, it took a beating, dude. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Well, thanks, Rob. Appreciate the email. That was very nice of you. And for people, we will talk. I know we haven't talked. Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead. We will. <laughs> we're just trying to catch up to these things. And we're going to definitely talk some Westworld. And next week, we're going to talk some Cobra Kai. Because I really want to watch this show. I've heard nothing but great things about it. I know Randy and Jason did a whole fingered podcast about it. I haven't heard one bad review on it. I've watched about six previews, and they're all fantastic. So if we don't get to watch it next week, we're still going to talk about it a little bit. But I think that's it, guys. I think we're going to uh, end it pretty short this week, and we're going to come at you next week with a, a new episode. And uh, any, any, Boo, where can people find you on the wonderful world of Twitter? At the Sith List, Boo. Unless... At Less is More 78. And you can find me at The Sith List. And we will see you all next week. Or actually, we won't see you. But, well, maybe we'll visualize you. Next faces. Is that okay? And their underwear. It's always, <laughs> it's always easier for me to think about people in their underwear. On episode number 94 of The Sith List.